0: Okay, it's time. Kids. Venus Swallow Venusaur.
1: <laughs> didn't know. I didn't know. Who did Pump an
0: iron under that shell, bro. Who knew
1: it? Who knew it?
0: Chicken cheese fries.
2: Who is these guys?
1: These guys are so funny. Hello. Sorry. Holy shit. they see C3 Venus face? IG eleven, C face, penis three, and fourteen nineteen. Speaking <laughs> of Yoda. May the force be with us. Fucking a. Fucking a, everybody. We got to, to talk about this fucking Disney Galaxy. Plus Mandalorian. We're gonna talk about it.
0: Rogue Squadron podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Mopar.
1: I am commander Cody.
0: We have a crazy
1: episode. <sighs> Do we though? Mm. Is it this week or next it's gonna week? It's going to be a good episode, I wouldn't say it's crazy It's just going to be like fun and everything You know,
0: It's going to be on Bananas
1: What's off Bananas mean?
0: Beyond Bananas, like instead of a single banana It's a bunch of bunches if,
1: What is a bunch if of this bunches? Is beyond Bananas, how are our normal episodes And why are we enticing people to not listen to ourselves Backwards because of the no bananas Let's clap Some level of bananas is involved in every episode What's a bunch of bunches? A bushel? A bunch squared.
0: No, what is it? Like a bunch of bananas. You have a a bunch, which is like four to eight. Yeah. What if you have a bunch of bunches? A shipment. (laughs) A load. (laughs) I got a load
1: of bananas here. It is a load. It's a shipment. (laughs) Every time you get larger than a bunch, it's 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 some corporation uh, shipping bananas to the mainstream. A pallet of bananas. They're all smashed. Yeah, exactly. You go, yeah, bunch and then pallet and then shipment and then warehouse.
0: That's the level of hierarchy. And then hierarchy
1: forest. That happens. <laughs> the forest of bananas. And then it cycles back on itself. Yep. Single banana. We just goes we in. broke the banana fourth wall. <laughs> What's the Star Wars banana? Is there a banana in Star Wars? Um, I don't, I don't know. I so. don't,
0: you don't ever see. Oh, the, the, the peach that Anakin floats towards himself. That, that would be a peach. I thought you meant like in general, like what kind of fruit is in Star Wars? That's the only fruit that I can think of.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Star Wars tends to have a, uh, a Star Wars version of something in the real world. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the Star Wars peach is just a peach, though. There's nothing extra there. No, no, no hidden meaning. It's just a peach. Just a peach. What's a
0: bunch of peaches? Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to be getting into obvious s- nonsense. Uh, the Mandalorian came out Ugh.
1: last, yesterday, last guys. day. Guys, do you understand? The first Star Wars show of all time is out. You know, and it's historic. there were
0: potential horror stories. You know, when we started this podcast 113 uh, years ago, ago, there was always talks of uh, like a Revan or an Old Republic show. And uh, we both like, OK, yes, we want this, but zero percent were confident and they would do it correctly or properly. This is a great launching point. And we'll get into the details of what happened and our thoughts on it, but uh, I think it was the perfect timing. The, was, the, the, yeah. the fandom was split, and I do think in many ways this is going to kind of refocus Star Wars, but uh, we'll dive into it a little we bit. We will dive
1: into it. Um, stop you in your tracks a little bit, but we, we'll dive into that later.
0: We do have uh, the second episode coming out mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also <laughs> have the launch of Jedi Fallen Order uh,
1: Friday, which yep. is a humongo. It is. It's getting better and better. The game. more I hear about it.
0: Oh, is that yeah, not a File huge size. Yeah. What game? was
1: it like? Seventy-six gigabytes or sixty-nine gigabytes? Something.
0: Something. Like, yeah. With all the DLCs and everything. Yeah. Um, I pre-ordered it like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they would allow me to do that to get all the extras.
1: I ordered it forty-eight
0: minutes before I it came out. So
1: as long as it's before like one minute before launch, it counts as a pre-order.
0: See, I th- I thought a lot of them they lock you out like within a week before they're like you, it's no longer a pre-order. Maybe back in the day. But um I am low key hype for that. You know, Good. it's it's we're wrapping up or we're uh, engaging to Star Wars time. And it's not going to end until episode or well, beyond episode 9 because we'll get the last couple Mando episodes after that. And
1: then who knows when Cassian Andor is coming out. Yeah, in production. I assume it's going to be a while, but who knows. We could be on for a wild ride. Uh, are I'm you excited, uh, what are you excited, watching right now? Anything? Watching, watching. Well, Disney Plus came out
0: and it's just came out yesterday. One of the greatest libraries
1: it is. It really is and of media is.
0: ever put together ever. And I know I was very hesitant when they first announced it. I was like, "What is going to be on there?" Hundred and one Dalmatians, and then they started like yeah, one, well, two,
1: three, four, seven Dalmatians.
0: Yeah, but then they they bought Fox, so all that shit's on. And then Marvel's going to be a part. Now Star Wars, and then it's a, it just all like you look at the the
1: realm of what's Breath. available. Yeah. But I
0: it's guess crazy. boy meets worlds on there. Like my child childhood oh, yeah, that is, is true. on there. There's All some right, crazy so nonsense.
1: When it first was announced, I kind of had a feeling that like, yeah, the star or the, uh, the Disney stuff is still going to be a huge catalog of things. Yeah. And I was excited for The Mandalorian, obviously, because it was original content. But when I downloaded the Disney Plus app finally and logged in and saw everything, Lady and the Tramp and Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and 101 Dalmatians and everything. Lion King. But then I always forgot about those movies that were kind of – Disney had an umbrella over – but you didn't think of it as a Disney movie, like mm-hmm. Remember the Titans and all those kind of yep. things. And then you were just bringing up like the Pirates the World and like the old X-Men cartoons, Pirates. And Spider-Man, Pirates of the Caribbean, all that stuff. Like you just forget easily. And then you get into even much. the Disney originals. Motocrossed! Are the Disney original movies on there? Yeah. Ah! I'm telling you, the,
0: the that library. That worth like 20
1: bucks a month. The man.
0: library alone, I am extremely happy yeah. with it. And we, I've already been balls deep because I've been working from home uh, past couple weeks. I'll just put something on in the background. I've already put on. Uh, we watched Ta- Ta- Tangled, Untangled. What's the the princess Tangled? Tangled. We watched Tangled princess. last night. Yeah. We watched Mando. I put on uh, Boy Meets World last night. Fuck. Um. I, I watched through. And dude, then and like Mighty Ducks is on there. Yep. I watched. I put on Toy Story the other day yep. just to fucking around. Dude, it's i've it's been on nonstop. It's on right now. I don't even know what I'm watching.
1: <laughs> Someone's watching something. Toy Story Seven. I know.
0: It's it, it is ridiculous. I'm I'm extreme. That's awesome, man. It's extreme awesome. hype for me. And Good. when when we started going through because the Disney originals, there was a lot of them that I forgot about, and it was like, oh my god, right? But the uh, like you said, the Boy Meets Worlds that you've like, oh, I didn't even smart guys on there. You remember Smart Guy? I don't. The little there was the black family with the the little the youngest kid was a genius. You don't remember? I oh my god! I guy, watched no. the fuck out of Smart Guy, man. What about Smart House? Smart House is on there. I'm telling you, Johnny Tsunami's on there. Everything Johnny Tsunami,
2: be, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> everything you ever want. That's all I need. Mandalorian,
1: and Johnny Tsunami. It's I'm in.
0: That's it's it's it. a it's a it's a cool library where you can get your nerd on. You can get your childhood on. You can get like a classic pirates movie on. Like you can. There's everything <sighs> on there. I'm pirates so I'm so too, hyped. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just imagine an entire streaming service based around Johnny Tsunami. That could be successful. And they're bringing other stuff back. They're redoing. um, They're redoing stuff. So Tommy Boy is really the one to ask about this uh, topic. But as far as I understand, what Disney would do was only release certain things in phases. So when a movie was out of theaters, they would it would only be available on DVD or Blu-ray or VHS. For a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. Then it goes into the vault. Yeah, the vault, they would call it. So The the Disney Plus thing is so huge because all of these things are out of the vault right now, ready to roll for you to watch. And uh, Mopar's sitting here on his phone scrolling through it. All the Avengers stuff, High School Musical, Lizzie McGuire, Smart House, Smart X Men, I mean, to,
0: to Darkwing Duck, to Xenon, to Sandlot, like yeah. gargoyles. There's Santa stuff Menace. on here, man. I'm not. It's it's ridiculous. Monsters, and you forget like the small stuff like Pixar. Yeah. Think of all the Pixar movies that National are National Geographic, ridiculously good. Yeah. And National Geographic's just such a bonus. Like those, if I'm all nerded out yeah, and I'm dude. all childhooded out, I'll go nerd out on some like animal shit. Oh my god! And they they've been releasing like Lady and the Tramp, which I was never a big fan of, but it's a live action lady in the tramp
1: and it's here and it's,
0: th- they launched it on the service. So, yeah. And the Simpsons, obviously there's 120 episodes of that uh, a mm-hmm. year frozen. Like there's, it's yeah.
1: unimaginable avatar.
0: Look have how many times avatar? have you
1: seen it? Avatar? Hey, have you seen avatar? <laughs> I was going to read the book version of avatar, but No wonder it's been uh, watched
0: so many times. People accidentally (laughs) click on it. Jesus (laughs) ass. All right. So So, yeah,
1: Disney plus is out everybody. If you haven't gotten it, go get it and get it. Oh, got it. Focus. Go watch it and get it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, and it goes all the way back to like steamboat Willie. If you guys don't know, that's like the first thing I think it was from the forties. That was the first time Mickey mouse was ever a cartoon or anything. This is like the start of Disney. Yep. And one of the, uh, it's like Walt Disney's first thing. One of the searches. Oh, through the decades. So if you go to the search thing, you can actually. Oh, so I'm sorry. Started in the 20s. <laughs> um, you can do it by decade, and obviously the 90s. I'm not even biased. It has the greatest, like Home Alone. Like, are you holy shit,
1: are you serious? Oh my god, it's got everything. It's gonna you could make ever Christmas want. season so much better. So that is one thing that Mighty I did ducks. notice. I didn't, honey. I shrunk the, like everything you could ever think of. I missed Home Alone somehow, but one thing that I really did notice is their curation. Is to say, like, here's the Skywalker Saga of Star Wars. Here's darth vader specialties here's family um family movies here's christmas movies they have everything curated in a very nice way which is cool yeah so yeah it's it's gonna be nice to just easily say i want to watch home alone this christmas season which i do 19 times and santa claus yeah and blank check where he kisses that check camp nowhere
0: I've D2. never heard of camp, no.
1: Oh, my God, there's so many things.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. Oh Enough of that. Uh, we're just hype train about that. The heavyweights, big, the big... Oh, my... I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I got to turn it off. Uh, it, it has they been really over... It, man. it has been obviously overwhelming uh, to even look at that stuff, and I could... This is going to be my number one streaming service Uh. here on out. I feel like Netflix has lost their touch. They are still great, but they were starting to really shove stuff down your throat that was mediocre at best. Um, and I don't blame them. You got to take risks and stuff,
1: but... Uh, I think they maybe went a little too broad too quickly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to focus in. Make, make what, what's in front of you so good. Don't give me 30 okay things. Give me 10 great things. Yeah. That's my thumb. <laughs> That's my thumb. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're going to get into... Uh, we're going to skip the beer review today. Uh, we're going to be getting into guess the scene yeah, to kick things first, off.
1: and then we'll jump into... You know... Mando.
0: Uh what, what I saw thoughts. immediately when I looked at this was the holiday special. You want to do a guess a scene with the holiday special?
1: No. Let's do a different but one. But we, <laughs> we are getting into that season. Everybody knows, um, you know, the holiday special around Thanksgiving time. Life Day is coming up, so Life Day is this weekend. So the holiday special definitely is going to be on our minds. I always like rewatching it once a once a year. You That's as much as I can stomach it. So. I, I I take it back. Because I feel like we haven't done episode six in a long time. Okay, I'm down. let
0: episode six. I'm down. Um.
1: So, for everybody that's uh, wild, Mopar is thinking of the numbers, uh, if anybody's a, not a familiar, 33 is the number that I saw here. 33 works. So, guess the scene is where we pick a random number in a Star Wars movie and you have to figure out what's going on at that time code in the scene of the movie. And uh, you win a prize. The prize is you listen to the show. So. Everybody wins You get a butt punch One big butt punch (laughs) Everybody wins Why would you compete? Because everybody wins Both cheek butt punch It's just like little kid um, Football Everybody wins (laughs) Everybody gets a trophy Soccer games Everybody wins Score doesn't matter Score doesn't matter Whose line was it? Anyway uh, Episode (laughs) 6 What's their line? uh, Whose line? Whose line is it anyway? Where the points don't matter And the rules are made up
0: Where the rules don't matter But the points are made up
1: (laughs) Is that what the fuck you just said? Have it backwards. Or <laughs> the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah.
0: But well, you win because you got the most points. Anyway. Something like that. <laughs> one of the one of the low-key best shows of all time. They had some it crazy crazy There's people on there.
1: So many moments. Um okay, so you said 33. 33 minutes. So we're talking uh 33 minutes into episode six. I, I oh, maybe I should have done 45. Well, you can't change it now. Well, the old reasoning is
0: because I feel like well, every time we do uh Six, it's like the Jabba scene or close to. So maybe we should adjust it. It's always the Jabba scene. I know. Let's do seventy five. That's off the top of the brain. Seventy five minutes in. <laughs> right?
1: Right? What? Yeah. Is that right? No, I'm fine. I'll do it. I'm fine. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um Yeah, so one of my least favorite Star Wars movies.
0: You know, it it that actually that affects might my rating. That might be true among most. And not to say it's it's the least favorite, but it was like a, a climax that didn't quite hit it. Even for original trilogy fans, I assume episode six would be one of the least favorites.
1: That's a tricky thing. I think with the original trilogy fans, it would be up there. And with the rest of us, it would be lower. Because I think the climax of the Emperor, Luke, and Vader is huge. But yeah. everything else true. is lackluster and kind of kind of knocks it down. So, we actually haven't talked about rankings in a while, so maybe we can do that later in this episode, too. So, uh, an hour and 15 into episode 6. 1.15. And I don't have my cheat in front of me. What's the cheat? I right there. I look this up. No. Wow. You don't have it? Oh, I guess I do.
0: <laughs> 4.15. Or 2.15, I'm sorry. Uh, 2 hours, 15 minutes. We are 75 minutes into episode 6. What is happening? Mm. What happens in this one? <laughs> oh, uh, he goes back to Yoda, Java and then Yoda, Yoda, Yoda dies, and then
1: teddy bears, and then destruction.
0: Yoda dies. I'm gonna say spoiler. I'm endangering the mission.
1: I shouldn't have come.
0: Is that a good guess? Fly casual. I don't know. Fly casual. I'm. That's what I'm. I'm gonna guess. I'm endangering mission. I think I might be t- too late. I think that the uh, 75 minutes is earlier than that, but that's going to be my guess. Because I feel like the the end scenes last a long time. Like, Endor's last long. I feel like being
1: think. on Endor lasts a long time, too. I'm going to say um, the speeder bike chase.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you're beyond me. Beyond.
1: <laughs>
0: Get in your guess. 75 minutes in, hour
1: 15 into episode six. Chickity gum bum, chickity gum bum. 20th Century Fox, <laughs> bum, bum bum.
0: Buy our products, because this thing is epic as fuck. Uh,
1: I always think it's so lackluster when I watch Luke defeat the Rancor. I'm like, all right, strongest Jedi ever. This is the climax of the trilogy. He threw a rock at a wall. Wasn't it a skull? Didn't we figure that out? It was a skull, but still, he threw it at a wall. <laughs> Boy, what Guy who fucks say. the thing. Guy who bangs the Rancor in the back.
0: So we're a half hour in, and they're still in the sand dunes on the
1: barge. Yep. This is the part that always fucks us up. So it's about 37 minutes they finally get off of Ooh. Tatooine.
0: Ooh, I might be close because he needs Yoda to hurry is up. is
1: fucking dying at like 45. We're scrolling through. We're scrolling through. Ben's sitting on the log at 48. <laughs> they're all <laughs> rendezvousing <laughs> at 50. Oh, <laughs> I'm off. It's right there. Yeah, clo- uh, fly casual just happened at like 56. You're close, man. No, I'm not close enough. Speeder bikes happening. I I thought I was way too far ahead, and I'm yeah. still losing. Oh my God, Wicket is coming on. Palpatine's fucking around. Oh, it's the net. We're we're at the spigot, the fire, the the. All right, so they're back at the after they've been captured in the net, back at the Ewok village, about to be roasted over the fire.
0: So it's when uh when C3PO's floating, I think. Tell him is. you'll
1: become angry and use your yeah. magic.
0: That's the that's the answer. Master
1: Luke, what are you talking about?
0: Yep. C3PO is floating like a
1: golden dick. <laughs> C3PO is a golden god. That's what's happening.
0: Uh, uh. <sighs> See, my question is why couldn't Luke I was like use his mind trick to do off.
1: to do anything else? Choke all the Ewoks?
0: <laughs> I mean, he did it with uh, all the other ones. The Gamorians
1: Make them think they were. Choking. Isn't
0: that one of the craziest retcons? That uh, he made them. He made them think they're choking. It was supposed to be called the Revenge of the Jedi. He walked in and choked fuckers with his mind, and then they're like, "No, I he think- couldn't do that. He's an angel." Are you an angel? <laughs> yeah, the I Timorians am.
1: Morians ask. Luke an literally angel?
0: said, "Yes, I am an angel." Thank yeah. you for noticing. <laughs> I appreciate it. i working on my angelities.
1: Spent all morning on my hair. Yeah. C-3PO's floating again. Fuck it. Wow. Let's talk so about... So little happens in this movie. <laughs> They're on Endor from fucking 42 minutes until the end of the movie. They spent an hour and a half on Endor. I mean, we're hour 15 in, and
0: we still have an hour left. Yeah. All that's left is blowing up with the Death Star.
1: They're on Endor forever. <laughs> Sometimes you see where Lucas's mind was in the 80s. Like... There's so much time with Ewoks, and then you come after this movie and you see that they did the, the Ewoks film mm-hmm. twice, *Caravan of Courage*, *Battle of Endor*. Like obviously he had a, uh, a fascination with the the teddy bear. It's a
0: it's the quirkiness of Star Wars though, and I'll touch upon that when we when we dive into the Mandalorian. Yeah. But uh, I mean it's the it's a part of Star Wars, and if they didn't have this awkward it like could have been fuzzy way less. It, no, I agree. It's kind of the Jar Jar effect. Like, I'm okay with Jar Jar. Just get him off the screen. He's yeah. Every scene he's in. Yeah.
1: He's Episode two and three was like, good, Jar Jar.
0: Icky, icky, goo!
1: And then you shoot him in half. I don't remember that quote from Star Wars. <laughs> That's a special edition. I don't remember that spell. The Mopar edition where they <laughs> cut him in <laughs> half. Speaking of special editions, did you hear that they changed the Gerido and Han scene in the cantina again for Disney Plus? Explain it. I haven't watched it. I just heard Oh. And you know what SARS fans do? They hear things so, and they make articles about it.
0: I was hoping you would explain. From what I've heard, they shoot at the same time. Instead of uh, Greedo shooting, doing a whole neck jerk, and then shooting back, it's like one big bound, And it the smoke clears and it's like, Han fucked him up. I don't mind that, actually. I just don't want Greedo to shoot first.
1: Two things. If they're going to change it, just change it back to original. Yeah. Three. I also kind of think that maybe they're just fucking with us because that's like the most seminal moment. And yeah, like, yeah, we're gonna do this thing and we're gonna change it again. It's gonna just be the to happy screw with fans just because it's fun. Happy medium, right there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched any of the movies
0: on Disney Plus. They should have changed up a like, like instead of guns, mm-hmm. taser, maybe a knife. Like if Han stabbed r- just Han's a Jedi, just threw a detonator at him, chucked. Initiating (laughs) self-destruct protocol. Uh, I have spoken. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squad podcast.
1: God, I love that, dude. Yeah. All right. I'm turning off this uh, episode six before I get distracted and complaining about Star Wars. God damn, I forgot about my mouse. Ah. All right. All right. right, So we have, uh, we got to talk about The Mandalorian. And then we're also going to talk about looking forward to uh, episode nine and in order and it looks like you read what aftermath you i have not gotten the all
0: the i have not gotten all the way through all right
1: please I preface yourself There's are gonna you be doing the typical mopar line yes. i started aftermath i read the prologue
0: no i uh i'm about i read the credits i'm, I'm like seven hours into this oh that's good um but that's good. uh so star wars aftermath which is a trilogy series yes. that happens before episode seven yes uh, so it's kind of the setup yes uh small things in this book, it's not that great. I'm going to sit here and say that. But I have seen that the uh, second and third parts are rated a lot higher than the first. So maybe it's
1: just a, the uh, start of it. Interesting. I uh, thought I saw the opposite. But
0: two s- two small things that I liked. Um, Leia was regarded as the last princess of Alderaan. That made me tear. I was like... Oh. I think she she called herself that, like she was addressing a bunch of people. And she said, "I am Leia, the last princess of Alderaan." I was like, "Oh
1: no, no, that's huge!" And everybody knows like what happened to Alderaan. Oh, yeah.
0: like oh, that hit me hard. Yeah. Um, and then one of the smallest things uh, Wedge's in in that book. Fuck Wedge. They mention I forget if it was his himself that he mentions it. He's a furry it. bitch. Uh, but he was recruited by a person called Fulcrum.
1: Fulcrum, yeah, that's um, Ahsoka.
0: Yeah. Wedge Antilles was it, recruited by Ahsoka? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I love it. I love all the small little backstory details that they can link
1: together. Yeah. Um, that's one not thing that th- I, I feel very out of the loop on. Is new canon and this Clone Wars to Rebels. Basically all the felony stuff that ties into the main canon. I feel like I'm out of the loop on all of these connections.
0: That's the other thing that's on Disney+. Plus. Rebels, Resistance, yeah. Clone Wars—I finally can uh, kind of really dig into that stuff. So, yeah. those are the two small things that I had. I thought they were cool. Uh, the fact that one of the
1: OG OT characters was uh, recruited by Clone Wars, and character. Wedge is in Rebels as well. He was starting out in the Imperial Academy and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: cool. That's cool. Uh, let's get into the Mandalorian because we're get, we got lots to talk about here. I have um, spoken. We
1: are speaking. I was begging. So what what are your thoughts? First of all, before you you even talk about what actually happened on the screen, going into this thing. First of all, I woke up and I woke up late on Tuesday and I was under the impression that the Mando wouldn't even be available on Disney Plus until that evening. Mm -hmm. So I woke up and everybody's like, did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? I'm like, fuck, (laughs) I'm just like two hours behind. So I rushed to download the app and log in and sync the thing, and I had some connection issues, but we figured it out and I watched it. But going into it, did you have any uh, preconceptions or anything? You
0: know, I I was uh, I'm a little biased, I guess. I expected it to be great. Yeah, I, it was different enough. It, I think it looked like it was being taken serious enough, looked like there was they had spent the time behind it. The money was there. Yeah. The director. Everything was yeah. there. The actors. Everything was like right there. And the only way they're gonna fuck it up is just a trash story, which I knew they weren't gonna do. Right. Um and with it just being a launch of a familiar character, but not familiar. Like a new familiar character. It's like weird to say. Like you don't know anything about this Mando, but you are familiar with the Mandalorians. It's that delicate. It's like if you made a new Jedi. Yeah, Yeah. you you have you have preconceptions about him, but it's brand new, right? Um, And it is. I read a uh, an article, but it it said it better than I could. Uh, It was a delicate balance of the known and unknown, Mm -hmm. and they did that perfectly to a T, where it it felt refreshing and new. But also, there were so many small things in dialogue and or you know actual stuff in the background that you are like. oh, Fuck, man. Yeah, but it also felt like if I was a brand new Star Wars fan, I could easily get into it. And I don't, I don't. It wasn't uh, hard plotted into the callbacks or whatever you want to call them. Definitely,
1: yeah. I would say uh, the Mandalorians are one of the most interesting aspects of Star Wars canon, Uh, and they've been talked about for a very long time. And just recently, with um, with Rebels and with Clone Wars, have been seeping more and more into the canon which is awesome and now to see it in live action i think is fucking awesome for star wars fans well to build upon that it's one thing that
0: does bring all star wars fans together there's mandalorians in the clone wars there's mandalorians in the original trilogy there's mandalorians in the old republic yep it's one i don't even want to call them species it's one culture that connects everything and that's why i really think this might be the time. It's a perfect time to bring everybody together. It's yep. a perfect medium
1: to bring everybody together. Yeah, It's new but it's old. And it's, I don't know if they planned that but it's... I think it has the potential to work very well. And just get other... Just get Star Wars fans to just calm their shit a little bit before episode 9 comes out. You know, I mean they took...
0: Uh, I didn't feel like they took too many risks but it just... It was nice that they didn't take a risk just to take a risk. Right. It felt like this is, the ca- this is a character. Oh, like very I'm just going to leave him go. And this is his story. Right. Um, I'm very happy. They don't fucking label every planet that they come up across. Like, I don't uh, need to know. Yeah. Leave it. Like it's dust planet. Who cares? Right. Where's the characters? What, why is this planet different? Like, Oh, they have little fucking pork dinosaurs. Like this is kind of cool and different. And like the people that want to know can go read a comic and know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, that good.
0: and that was, I mean, I'm okay with it in certain instances. Like, Rogue One did it, like, every planet that they landed on. I thought that was a mistake. Planet name! Like, listen, are those letters actually floating out there in space? Because otherwise, get
1: it off my screen. That was one of my big grievances with Rogue One, yeah. One of my only. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, starting things off, um, I I was hooked, obviously, because I knew what was about to happen as far as the tone of the show, and I kind of anticipated that. So I was excited for it from day one, but it definitely lived up to what I was expecting um, as the opening scenes kind of played out. And the fact that they opened with that cantina scene, mm-hmm. which we saw in some of the preview footage where the, uh, the Corin Corrin, right? Yeah. Quorin. I almost said Corian like mass effect where the corn gets cut in half by the door and all that kind of stuff. The fact that we opened with that was cool. They, it's not like they were trying to hide things in the trailer they were just very being very blatant about the footage and what we were, we were going to see and the tone of what we were going to see, which was cool, too. So, yes, I was I was hooked from the first scene that we saw.
0: Well, yeah. So do you want to walk through it uh, chronologically or just kind of jump around?
1: Sure. Yeah, chronologically is good.
0: Okay. Uh, so we see him walk up. Like he's on some type of ice planet. There's like a boardwalk, which is kind of cool. There's like a boardwalk on an ice planet. You never really think, but it's just like whenever. So he walks into this almost looking like, like a dive bar. It's not a very populated bar like a like a Tatooine where there's just people. There was like maybe 20 people in there and half of them were half. So, um, half or yeah, half. It, the, the action right off the bat was cool. I didn't think it was outrageous. Uh, he is clearly good at what he does, but he's not a perfect character per se, like a Jedi where just they can't lose.
1: He did look pretty pristine, pretty
0: pristine in that, but it didn't late, say a fucking word either. Late, yeah, he does in the very beginning scene. Yeah. He'd he says, uh, uh that's I, I double checked that. Cause I thought, Oh my God, whose voice is that? But until it wasn't. he
1: talks to the guild dude, he doesn't say anything. Does yeah, he, he? does. What do you say?
0: He, he, uh, addresses the guy that's bullying him. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of the drink or something like along those lines. Uh, and that's when they crowd around. him. No, the
1: bartender says that.
0: No, I'm telling you, he does. Ah, say, I got to watch. Again. Um, um but yeah, he looks badass, man. He. The other thing they, I mean, it's a small stuff. Is that uh, Baskar steel, and you see his knife scrape his chest plate and leave a scratch. So you're like, okay, that's not the real stuff. And you're like, oh, what yeah. is that now? And then you yeah. Yeah, obviously comes upon later. But uh, what did you think about the the
1: alien, the blue guy? Blue guys.
0: Blue guys.
1: Um, I thought his uh, his voice sounded a little out of place, but overall, it was it was interesting. Uh, it's a new species, right? That's yeah. I Nothing don't that I ever have ever seen. I don't even know his name. And that's okay. It's just another bounty of his, you know. Mythral. I'm sorry. ia I Mythral.
0: Like the word Myth R O L. Mythral. Uh, his name. Dude's name or the species? Yeah, the blue guy. No, that's his. That's his name. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. You know. I thought it was. Uh, they don't put a lot of. How am I supposed to say this? Emphasis on the background characters. They don't put a lot of outspoken characters in Star Wars. A lot of people are like reserved and in the background and don't speak a lot. It was cool and I thought it was refreshing to have someone that like needed to hear himself talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was nervous, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but it made sense to me and I was like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't outrageous. He looked kind of goofy, but I'm like, eh, fuck it. He was talking about molting when they were on board. I was like, ah, species joke. Like, fuck it. Like, my thorax is going to explode. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. My thorax is bursting. Mm. Yeah, But uh, I thought it was cool. Yeah, You know, he was a nervous, he, he liked to hear himself talk, cause it, probably because he was nervous. Uh, he wanted to talk himself out of the Mando. He tried to buy him off several times. Yep.
1: Um, and the Mando fucked everybody up. Yeah, got the dude in half the door. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, what did you think about that Ice Beast? Oh, uh, it was interesting. Classic Star Wars stuff. Like, it wasn't that important. Mando wasn't in any danger because he knows what he's dealing with. But but it was an
0: immediate check on that character. Like, he was a badass perfectionist inside. And as soon as he went outside, yeah. there's dangers out there that, like, even a fucking crazy Mandalorian, you're like, ah, uh, walrus
1: devil. Like, get the fuck away. And I thought it was interesting that he didn't want that land speeder with the droid, too. Doesn't trust droids. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and there was, uh, I was reading an article, I was like, why? Is it a Mandalorian thing, or is it this Mandalorian thing? Like, he doesn't trust droids. Him specifically, yeah, because it, it comes back up with IG-11. Yeah, but then they start working together. I low-key hope he comes back. Yeah. Like, I hope he rebuilds them, and it's just like, I could use this as a partner.
1: Spoiler. Eh,
2: me.
0: They're not going to introduce an IG-11 and blow them out. The, they might, but.
1: That would be it, exactly what Taika Waititi would do, though.
0: But I'd be happy because it was cool. Yeah,
1: no, it's super cool,
0: and it was a unique look on a droid where they're. Well, we I saw like
1: IG88 it- in person finally.
0: Yeah, and how he moves and how efficient they are. But also, they have crazy limitations. Like, if something goes wrong, they just blow themselves up instead of thinking (laughs) themselves out of it. You know what I'm saying?
1: This one dude speaks a different language. I'm initiating self-destruct protocol.
0: (laughs) I can take 10 people out. 11 here, blow it up. (laughs) Fuck it. Self-destruct
1: protocol. (laughs) This beer's too strong. Self-destruct protocol.
0: That's, uh, no, I thought, because I I think they took liberties with C-3PO He's more human than most humans in fucking Star Wars, and <laughs> yeah. and I thought that they did a nice job of oh no a bounty droid or who's super efficient but clearly has limitations. I was I was extremely happy yeah. with IG eleven.
1: Yeah, very happy. Uh, I love the debut of the tuning fork rifle where mm-hmm. he didn't use it until the ice monster like grabbed onto the ship and he it was like a cattle prod basically. Yeah, and he just electrocuted it. I thought that was fucking awesome. It's like a sniper rifle and cattle prod like combo. Mm-hmm. Great use. Great throwbacks to uh, the holiday special. Motherfucker yeah. mentions Life Day. Uh, yeah. I thought that was awesome.
0: Small stuff and and it's not crazy obvious. It's like quick. Man, I, I was hoping to get home for Life Day, and you're right. like, fucking the fuck? Life Day, fucking yeah. Life Day, man. Can't believe it. Kazook, um, Kazook. Yeah. Uh, so he gets uh, carbonated. Um,
1: <laughs> and then bro goes back hit? to meet uh, Carl Weathers.
0: Carl Weathers, I'm. That's another thing they did very well. So it was that land speeder, uh, pilot, cool little cameo for that guy. I love that guy's a huge metalhead, so I see him in a lot of yeah documentaries. He's, he's in
1: uh, what Devil's Rejects. I whatever. just watched
0: Devil's Rejects two nights ago. No nice. joke. So yeah. I saw him, and then when I. When I saw him on, I heard him talk first, and I was yeah. like, I know that voice. Exactly. And uh, But it's nice that they weren't, like, focusing. Like, he looked like a character, not look like the actor. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. He's just like the
1: little pilot of the speeder. Yeah,
0: same thing with Carl Weathers. Like, he was, he's an obvious known face. Yeah. But they didn't overdo it and be like, Carl Weathers!
1: Also, they got him to speak um, Twileki or whatever it was. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I, I don't expect when they get cameos like that for... Like them telling, directing Carl Weathers to speak in the Twilight language. I was like, I thought that was a nice touch.
0: I guarantee you, they, they're literally like, just say three words that don't mean anything. Nocha angamo! And you're like, oh, go get the
1: speeder, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, did you catch the uh, achuta? Achuta, yeah. Achuta? Yeah, and the subtitle was just hey. Achuta, achuta. means hey. Yeah, because that's when Hello. he's being Salut. bullied in, in that first bar. Yeah.
0: You, spe- you spilled achuta my drink. Uh, achuta! Uh,
1: Mando. Achuta, Mando yeah and then uh so what he meets carl they talk about the bounty pucks and everything what do you think about
0: the i mean so they they built a lot of uh background history
1: real quick with the currency issue yeah
0: which is like i've already seen people miss them i'm like what the f- that's how you
1: build Republic those credits those, yeah imperial dollars and then i can't remember even the other thing that he said they were mon cal uh little chips i don't know what they're called but yeah, mon Calamari. yeah. Um so, dude obviously wants to make some cash. He's so Carl Weathers, I'm just gonna call him Carl Weathers forever, regardless of his character name. I, yeah, I'm not sure. He tries him. to hand over like five bounty pucks, or he at least makes known that he has five bounty pucks. Amando wants all of them. Carl Weathers says no, and he wants like whatever's the most expensive bounty that he has, and that's where we lead into this off the books thing with Werner Herzog and every, all that.
0: But they, they're, he's obviously part of the um, bounty hunters guild, which well, is kind why of a. Is
1: he, why is he trying to make so much cash though?
0: Yeah, well he's. There's something behind it. Um, and that's the depth of the character that we'll see throughout yeah. the eight episodes or how many episodes there are. Yeah, we got a nice tease for that. And there's a lot. There's... I mean, they shoved a fuck ton of information in 40 minutes. Yeah. And uh, I... Th- but it didn't feel rushed. I, I was texting Steve Dave earlier, and he he said that. He said, I, I thought there was so much there, but they, they didn't feel rushed. I was like, perfect. Like... I was so interested, but I, I was never lost. Like, yeah, I agree. So, um, flowed nicely. But he, so Carl Weathers says, no, you can't have all of these. There's other people have to eat. Blah blah blah. By the way, like the my most expensive one that I have in front of you, it won't even pay for the gas to go do it. That's what the Mando says. Yeah. So w- of course we we get sent to, uh, what did I call him in here? Give him a name. Sorry. Oh, the Imperial should, Broker guy.
1: Yeah, I should probably look up um what their characters' names are.
0: Andy. Who I wrote was one of the most believable characters and very Littlefinger like. Wouldn't you agree? The way he Yeah, Warner Herzog's a savage. Is that him? That's
1: not him. Warner Herzog, yeah.
0: Is that the same guy as Littlefinger?
1: No, no, no. Oh no, no, thank no, no. you. I'm just saying the actor's a savage. He
0: talks yeah, it's right here. The client. <laughs> See? So
1: that's his name, yeah. They
0: don't even give him a name. I called him the Imperial Broker because I saw... Well, obviously, he's with Stormtroopers. And we're post-Episode 6. So there's... He's on... And we'll talk about the tie-ins here. Well, the, so, Shinobi
1: sent over an interesting uh, picture.
0: So... Um, to talk about. The Imperials are... There's two factions, basically, of the Imperials at this point. Which we don't know what faction this is. There's the, the faction that has a signed agreement with the New Republic to like hand over their weapons and they still have Imperial sig- insignias but they're they're agreeing to the loss. The other faction has gone off and broken off and they're going to eventually become the First Order. So, and I think they're going to the outer regions at this point or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But we still don't really know which ones are hiring the Mandalorian right now. Um, which is going to be a huge tie-in to the end of it here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the bounty that they give to him. Makes which, sense. which, the information about the bounty, like they only gave him half of a ID number, which I don't know what that is or whatever, and then they said there's no puck on this. This is like not Off supposed the to record, be. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, it sounds like it, every bounty has like a like a serial number. Yeah, different digits tell you this species, this name, this age, and things like that. And all oh, he had was okay. the last four digits, which told him the age, which means the age of the bounty is 50 years old. Which oh, which is what he said. Age of the bounty? Age of the a- person. Okay. Which uh, one of our dudes in the chat corrected me. I mm-hmm. thought he meant the this bounty puck has been floating around for 50 years. No one's been able to catch him. I thought the bounty itself was 50 years old, but the person that the bounty is attached to is yeah. 50 years old. Person so, slash creature. So slash you, slash you have slash your obvious assumptions
0: of what that person might be. 50 year old. 50 bro. year old. Yeah, dude. Um, but obviously we, 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 well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, who is it? What? Um,
1: so, Boba Fett. We and he gets paid in metal. What's yeah, that? so the, best, the Beskar. So he gets, I, th- I can't remember what the dude promises. Like fifteen, a bunch, fifteen things of it. But he gives him one for the deposit, and it's like a little playing card almost, but it's a thick piece of Mandalorian uh, iron, the Beskar. It's like a. I don't even. What's the um? What's the term from smithing? Skyrim, the smithing term, when the, the iron pieces are like what? What's the term for ingots? That? Ingot, yeah, yeah. It's like a Beskar ingot. So then he takes that to some underground Mandalorian forge, which I thought was the coolest part of the episode. It's like a, some fucking Mandalorian Dovakin that's forging Beskar. Uh, like gauntlets and armor and stuff. And mm-hmm. this, so this, it's in, a Mando speakeasy.
0: They're down there making <laughs> exactly making whiskey and iron stuff. So. I thought that was my favorite part. Um, uh, you do see a little flash of someone in there.
1: Yeah. So uh, Butterclone was saying that Boba Fett had a little cameo. I noticed it right away. Um, I should probably pull that up here while we're while we're chatting just to kind of verify. It's almost to the
0: point where you don't you couldn't even like confirm it, but the color scheme and the way he was standing, and he has that half, the half uh cape yeah. over, just over the one shoulder so it, it was like so obvious but also not at the same time because it was such a dark little dive bar thing Yeah. Um,
1: so what yeah, do you understand if it was I just, I just kind of wanted to like pull it up and see what that was god damn you commander's login is uh uh-uh. uh again with this oh my god sorry I saved it Cause I don't know what I did. <laughs> I gotta type in Disney. Yeah, baby, Disney, bro. Yeah, can,
0: can you do it? All right, let's just sit here and watch the man. It's only forty minutes long. So. Watch,
1: you guys, just be quiet for a second.
0: <laughs> can you guys settle down
1: for half? <laughs> settle down for half. I was hoping to watch this a couple extra times before we chatted, but so
0: this is one of the scenes. We you jumped right to it. She's I didn't making, even mean to. <laughs> she's uh, smithing that that shoulder piece that. Uh, he'll get. Um, so assuming there's some ritual stuff going on with this armor, it means a lot, uh, you know, tradition wise, but you, you could see he already has the helmet. Yeah. The helmet is of Baskar steel. Yeah. He's kind of piecing his shit together. Yeah.
1: And also she says something where like, this is a good amount. It will give us extra for the clan. Like he has more than he needs yeah. for the shoulder piece. So there's some extra for the Mandalorian culture, which is cool. So, uh, let's see. So it's when he's walking in, right, where he sees the Boba Fett thing? Yeah, it's a, where he we see. he gets down to the
0: steps and it looks like the Boba thing is on the on the right side. That's
1: so goddamn Skyrim.
0: Yep, right, right there. Oh, nice. That's not him.
1: Just more extra mandos. Oh, yeah, I need to watch this again. I watched it on my phone.
0: Should be like right here.
1: That's Boba. Oh, it totally could be. Those fuckers. God damn it, John. And you got to think this is
0: post episode six, obviously. So if that is Boba, uh, he survived the pit, the Rancor or the uh, goddamn Sarlacc. Sarlacc could easily
1: be him. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Kind of need to like cross references. Keep
0: going because there was another another one that was sitting down that kind of looked. Ooh, no, he's got a blue one. I never paused it, but that, that one standing there looks like Boba. I didn't catch all this. I need to watch it again. So I had a, what, all these little mandos. Yeah, they have helmets on. Around, yeah. That's what the the rest of the ingot was
1: going towards was the, she yeah said something along like younglings. But I had, so I think there was a lot of server issues uh, in the morning when this launched. So I had issues uh, connecting it to my TV. I had to watch it on my phone. So I didn't even catch a couple of these shots. Like I didn't realize that there was, no, an entire fucking batch of Mandos around. That almost looks like the holiday special armor with its light blue. It does, actually. Savagery. God, he looks so badass walking through this hallway. Um, yeah, I thought the, the blacksmithing scene was awesome. You
0: Sorry. know what's funny? That uh, he the Mandalorian walks by, and it looks like Boba Fett takes notice to him for a half a second. Think about what he has on his back.
1: He's like, Hey, bitch. Hey. That's my tuning fork. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you grab that? Hey. I, just cop- I just copped that tuning fork recorded my first I album with that it. one. I fucking love it.
0: Uh, so during the smithing scene, there's a, there's a flashback and that's the, kind of the only background that we get. It's some like Bruce Wayne flashback. Totally
1: bullshit. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Cause
0: you don't see his parents die, but they're obviously trying to save him in some way. And he gets somewhat abandoned. Very like Jenner or So style. Yeah. Yeah. So um, also the spiked helmet from the, the woman Mando is fucking crazy.
1: Savage blacksmith. So he's obviously happy to give extra best card to the cause to make sure like kids have helmets and armor because he obviously grew up and is trying to make his way. So he knows that it's like, so yeah, no, the best card plate looks awesome.
0: Yeah, it is pretty cool. Super it's cool. like a holographic Mando card. Trump card right there. <laughs> yeah, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, moving right along. Yeah, it's it's cool that they they show the hands-on stuff of making armor. Like it's so small, but the fact that we see a Mandalorian making their own armor and it's a part of a whole cause and there's a culture. We know that there is a culture. We just have never seen it. Yeah. So uh, to really start seeing that they all hang out together, there is kind of a somewhat of a common goal. Yeah. They're all working together. Uh,
1: it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the big draws of the Mandalorians is that they have this, like, ancient style. Like, Star Wars is very sci-fi. I shouldn't say very sci-fi, but it obviously is sci-fi space fantasy. But the Mandos have this, like, ancient cultural feeling to them where yeah. it's almost like medieval and King Arthur style it's shit. Roman. It's very yeah. Roman. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With
0: the style of armor and all this. But, yeah. uh, no, it's a good point. So, he's, he's piecing his shit together. He wants to be all Silverman. Uh, He was looking to be a silver surfer. uh, He's
1: sick of this, like, budget armor that he has from fucking big lots.
0: Yep, yep. So the flashback is pretty crazy. You see a bunch.
1: It's a battle, and his parents are saving him. Uh, He's a kid. So let's think about this. If it's six years after Return of the Jedi, he's probably, what, 25 or 30 years old? So this is 20 years ago? Yeah. 20 or 25 years ago? And it's really interesting because
0: I mean there were no it didn't look like his mom and dad were Mandos they didn't they weren't wearing helmets so he was picked up or saved by the Mandalorians and maybe that's why he's in this culture but he does have a background of or, or history or family history that we don't know yet yeah so maybe that's why he's kind of conflicted in in some of the decisions he makes going forward maybe that's why he doesn't trust droids maybe droids are
1: fucking murdered his parents I don't fucking know oh fuck separatists battle droids he doesn't like droids because think about what's like 20 or 25 years before this it was like episode three time yeah perhaps
0: jesus they do talk about the great purge right there too and Mm -hmm. i I read this article and they were like who knows what that is i'm like the great jedi purge what other yeah what the fuck are you talking about people i immediately threw my phone at my wife people are Fuck this article, Blop. <laughs> uh so this was
1: another quirky love love the first of all the character. Let this is me, so Filoni, though. Let me grab his uh, name. In all the good and the worst ways, this is so feloney. He lands on this planet and this old sage Kuhil. riding the blurg teaches him how to tame the beast and be, be able to ride it to the to the mission. And his name is Kuil. Kuil? K U I I
0: L. I have spoken. Uh, it's it's such a it's cool to see a di- first of all a different species guy help out a supposed badass bad guy. Yeah. But n- not really. Like they're all in it together. It's uh, it all sparks with peace. He's tired of these mercenaries living right down the street from him, yeah. causing fucking mayhem. So he's like, I'm gonna help this bounty hunter fulfill his bounty because i'm tired of this shit
1: because he can tell that it's an actual mando so he's like all these people that came before are fuckheads but this is an actual mandalorian they're and taking if the, the serious, stories yeah. are true like he's gonna be able to fuck around so let's help him out my own this is my only grievance with the show and it's not even a grievance it's just an observation this is 100 feloni like this is totally a rebels cartoon scene where the mando shows up on this planet he's like okay i just got to get like A mile over there. Well, you got to be able to ride these blurgs. You can't do it if you can't ride these blurgs. And I'm going to teach you how. And we're going to have a montage. And you're going to be able to tame the bull and ride the blurg. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, immediately I thought, why don't you just fly over there? Like, why don't you just land your ship over there instead? Why don't you shoot the place up with your ship? Yeah. Or use your jetpack or land the ship somewhere else. Or toss this old guy over there as bait. No, but I
0: I get it. First of all, the... uh, the, No, it was cool. It was cool. The blurgs look goofy as fuck. Like, you you could have easily picked a cooler looking... They're little, little, like, fat
1: T-Rex guys. Yeah. No, it's fucking... This is 100% like KOTOR right here. Oh, yeah. That that kind of uh, animal.
0: But I guess the purpose is... It's character building. Like, he's such a badass and perfect everything, but even this nobody uh, kuil makes fun of him. He's like, dude, your people were known to, like, tame these goddamn dragons, and you're over here... Fucking around with this little this yeah. teacup, like yeah. what do you what are you doing? Yeah. So it's like a character, but like he's not perfect at all of it. He gets his ass beat. He basically was gonna die if this dude didn't help
1: him. He was he had his arm fucked. He would have figured it out. He died. <sighs> so yeah, no, it was cool. And then he gets frustrated. He's like, why don't I just like fucking fly over there? And he's like, well, you can't do it because the ca- the canyon. He doesn't have a jetpack. Jet he can't fly over there. That's true.
0: true. He does have a fucking flamethrower though. Yeah, he does.
1: No, this was, this was a cool scene. Uh, the first episode was directed by Filoni, so I can totally tell. But this just definitely feels like a Rebels moment. For
0: Super me. believable aliens in this. Yeah, the Quarrin, perfect. The uh, Mithral his he, I thought yeah. he loved. I loved it. I didn't think they looked too crazy. They he weren't like an orc almost. An orca, orc. Like orc. He looked like, oh, like somebody blue, from like Lord
1: of the Rings, like an orc,
0: like a cellcath orc, like in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um. The animals, I think they look great. There was no point in this whole episode that I thought, whoa, one car plot. Like, let's get the (laughs) fuck. You look like a trash bag with eyeballs. Like, stop it. They did very good on the, it looks like animatronic almost, like the 90s. uh, Yeah, especially Kirill. TMNT.
1: Cruel, whatever his name is.
0: No, but it was a cool scene. It was a cool scene overall. I think it was nice. Nice
1: little uh, character building moment for him.
0: And I felt like this... I didn't want to suggest that this was the the point that you're like, oh, okay. But... Uh,
1: it totally was. It's just like I'm the not, cheesy montage of like, learn yeah. how to ride the horse. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, fine. And then they jump over the canyons and enjoy. And then he he comes up to the, the settlement or whatever, and he sees IG-11's already up there fucking around. And I just love his... All of his mannerisms, and his, it's just it is required that you turn over the bounty. <laughs> I love the spinning. You know what's so weird is I
0: never in my life thought he would shoot like that, but it right. makes so much sense. No, God. That he's just constantly, yeah. And he's so accurate with his shots, God. which is so cool because that's what they should be. They just can't think for themselves. Did you see that too? He also got shot in the piece that he just had forged. Yep.
1: Which has no dent because it's Beskar. Perfect.
0: Which supposedly Baskar Steel can deflect a lightsaber. Yeah. Not like if you get fucking stabbed with a lightsaber you're going to die but like it'll be deflected if you it's like a
1: glancing blow. Yeah. It's like uh, well I don't know maybe you could not get stabbed by it because the Praetorian guards from Last Jedi if you glanced it would defend itself but like a straight puncture would go through it so I don't know if it's the same. I don't know. Because I don't know if it's I don't think it's Baskar. I love the uh,
0: the use of the droid as a character, is awesome too, because we always, it's the
1: comic relief, but it was in a sensible way, is what I wrote, I think. Yeah. As soon as I found out that Taika Watiti is going to be the voice of IG 11, I knew it was going to be awesome. It's just like Korg in Thor, Ragnarok, and an endgame. Like just that little comic relief of him also being a warrior, but him being hilarious, I knew it was going to be perfect.
0: It's just a good blend of a character that they used another droid as comic relief, but it wasn't, it was sensible in a way that they weren't forcing co- com- comedy into, like, dialogue. He's right. He's a droid that doesn't know any better, that, like, protocol, I'm supposed to blow everything up if I can't win, and he's like, fucking turn that shit off, because we're going to win anyways.
1: God, I fucking love it. It's so awesome watching him fight.
0: He is ridiculous, and I'm assuming he's got to be made out of some good goddamn steel too.
1: Blah. I love that shot. The guy above him and his movements are so like jitter, abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so it's, funny. You know what I thought when I watched this? It was like if I was trying to move the action figure of IG88, that's what it would look like. Clunk, like clunk. that's how he was moving around. Which, and I do have the action. Figure, it's it's it is a good point because eleven whatever.
0: Like his swooping left and right is so perfect but him like actually walking so clunky so it's like a weird
1: you know what i really thought throughout this whole scene where he was trying to self-destruct i thought the mando was going to say okay self-destruct and he was going to grab the thermal detonator out of his chest and like chuck it at the enemies i was waiting for that to happen but it didn't happen yeah
0: that's a good point hire
1: me disney (laughs) <laughs> I do stuff for you. Hire it all. So cool action scene, and then he uh, grabs the. They're always fucking with doors. Where's R two? need doors. Em? I know. And then he grabs the giant turret with his Batman apparatus or whatever, and then they come into the building. They blow the hinges. I off. also they kick the door down.
0: Thought we're gonna get to the Yoda species here real quick, but oh, I spoiler. but I I thought like as they're blasting through the door, what if they just blew up the <laughs> the crib that he's in? They're shooting the fucking thing to hell. They are. Yeah. What if they just accidentally fucked the cargo? The reflexes of the Mandalorians
1: are, is ridiculous. It's so, it's so a
0: uh, gunslinger.
1: Yeah. Totally. Uh, Western. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing we didn't talk about. Actually the music as well. I thought the music was like what I said in the group chat earlier today was like, if they did an old Western score with all synthesizers, that's what it sounds like. And I think it's fucking awesome. We haven't really had that in Star Wars yet. It's always been symphonic. It's always been based on John Williams' original stuff, which is awesome, but mm-hmm. it's never really changed. Um, even the video games and stuff. So it's cool that it's it's totally different.
0: Well, I thought what I wrote was the score was great and balanced. There yeah. wasn't, and I don't wasn't mean in this. Your face. Every it was yeah. some Star Wars, even though it does add. It never. It's. I feel like the score has never been a negative, but sometimes I do feel like they. Try to shove it down your throat that the score is more important than the actual scene going on. Yeah, I felt I like, like <laughs> this felt really balanced, where it was a good give and take between what's happening and the score. Yeah,
1: sometimes I think the visuals maybe weren't as strong as they had hoped, and they're trying to make up for it with the music. Mm-hmm. No, it's a good point. <clears throat> um, all right, so here we're, we're at the very end of the, and obviously spoilers we talked about, but it's the Yoda scene here, Yoda species scene. Uh, they open the little crib. And I thought I was like, pause what? it for a second. I was like, what the hell is going on? Why are they after a baby? And I, dude, I don't know how they do it. All right, here's my big compliment for Disney owning Star Wars. They have successfully surprised me at so many turns. When Tarkin showed up on the Death Star and turned around in Rogue One, I never in a million years would have thought of that. When Maul showed up at the end of Solo, never would have thought of it. And here, even as as he's opening a crib. I wasn't even thinking like oh 50 years old like this can't be I I never would have thought there's another Yoda species about to show up here on the Mandalorian well to, never ever, uh, ever, 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 ever rebuttal that I
0: said before Yoda came on or little Yoda came on screen no, you didn't. oh look a Yoda baby no you did not I swear I hate you I said that because no, I was I'm like what would I was like what would fit in here they're not I saw something move. It wasn't even the ears yet. It was that first little open up. And I was like, what would
1: live in a little egg? A little baby Yoda. And then it showed it. I was like, are
0: you fucking kidding me?
1: Well, that goes back to what we saw solo in theaters. And Ren was like, "Yep." oh yeah, Darth Maul's going to show up. And I was like, that's funny. And then he, yeah, there <laughs> he is. Darth Maul showed up I was like, you didn't plan that, did you? He's like, no. My <laughs> that was j- my, totally random. <laughs> my jaw, no joke, hit the ground.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, baby Yoda. What I know,
1: and I just stared at my wife like I know, what, what? what? How? So they go was, to this, they go to this shot behind the crib, and you can see his ears, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait a second, wait a fucking second, no way. And Ig's like, uh, different species live different lengths of time, and then you see his little three fingered hand. Oh, he's so cute too. He looks like little E. T. Yoda Gremlin guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so cute.
0: Yeah, and this is where the uh, the human. <laughs> this is where the human in the Mandalorian. It's almost like you see the difference right in front of you. He could be a cold blooded, not thinking bounty hunter like IG Eleven. Yeah, but he there's human thought in, it, and he's like, I'm not going to just murder a child. First of all, pause it here.
1: There's a lot of thoughts here, and I think this goes back to the little the the mini flashback that we saw of him as a kid being rescued. He obviously knows what his past is, and he's not out. He's out to get some cash, but there's something deeper there. He's not just ruthless. You know right. what I mean? So, he's, sa- he's saving money for something. And you you mentioned the Bruce Wayne thing earlier. I think that definitely plays a part. Um, so that's a huge bomb, guys. What? Never and
0: even though I'm not gonna pat myself on the back and say I called it, but like I you never called but, it by mistake. I basically joking, jokingly yeah. called it. Yeah, yeah. Um baby Yoda, there's so many implications here.
1: First of all, and we're saying baby Yoda, but obviously it's not, it's, yeah, it could be a clone. It could be a new member of the same species. We have obviously have no idea. Yoda yet. jr. Here. Um,
0: many have seeked him. Many sought him is what I'm sorry. Seeked. <laughs> I wrote seek and I said, seeked many sought him out and couldn't get him and they died trying, but I'm like, how, when, and why? Like yeah, that's what,
1: that's where my mind went. And who are these people that are guarding this crib? Yeah. Do they wall? even know what's in there? They probably don't. How did this happen? Who's feeding this guy? <laughs> Who's giving him his uh, fucking formula every day? 50 years worth of breastfeeding.
0: It's just one of those land whales comes in. Slug on this. <laughs> um. So there's an assumption here. I just
1: never expected... This Because like Star Wars has a couple different avenues. Obviously, we have the Jedi and Sith and the Force. We have the Rebels and Empire, the Republican and Droids. And I just never expected a story about a Mandalorian and a bounty hunter and the end of the Empire to throw in the Force-sensitive area at all. And maybe there is no Force-sensitive area, but obviously if it's a Yoda species, we're thinking Yoda, and it, it's at a clone or something. I guess it's just a surprise because I never would have associated the two things.
0: Yeah, and it's almost like a uh, endangered species. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's where I get to in my some of my notes here. My assumption when I saw him was this Yoda, or whatever you want to call him, it can't be a main character. It can't be a focal point. He's a link to something else. Because 50 you, we're not going to sit here for 150 years while he grows pubes, you know? <laughs> So, he's got to be a link to either the Yoda species, to Yoda himself, to the outer reach, like the unknown reaches, or unknown regions, sorry. There's got to be something, he's got to be a link to something. And I think this Mando knows that this is going to be an important, important find that he cannot give this over to whatever faction of the Imperials that hired him. So, he
1: senses something when he sees it. Well, And obviously it's not just the fact that it's a little tiny baby thing. I feel like he senses something about it, which may speak to more of the Mandalorian's backstory because maybe there's something deeper there that he's not just another Mandalorian kid. Maybe there is something else that has to do with the Purge and he's rescued and you never know. What if Yoda species was originally from Mandalore
0: and they were too sentient Species on Mandalore and the Mandalorians went crazy during the Mandalorian wars or something and killed off most of the Yoda species Damn! and they've been in hiding on Dagobah. That'd be savage. What if Dagobah? What if Yoda got freaky on Dagobah? Yoda's always getting freaky. He disappeared because he didn't want to pay
1: child support. He's high on mushrooms always.
0: Luke, I'm getting (laughs) old. I can't, I can't raise this child down the street.
1: (laughs) I got to leave. All right. So, all right, here's what we're looking at here. Um, Return of the Jedi is 4 ABY. That makes the Mando 10 ABY. So if this little thing is 50 years old, that means it's 40 BBY. Phantom Menace took place 32, so it's older than even the Phantom Menace cuz my original thought went to clones. And it mm-hmm. meant it went to like when they did the whole clone thing on Kamino, somebody got a hold of Yoda's DNA and they made a clone of Yoda. But if this thing's fifty years old, this is eight years before Phantom Menace even started. So this is my this is my thought on that. I I
0: truly think this is simply a key to Yoda's species. I don't think Yoda ever has any,
1: knew. No, he has no clue.
0: I don't think Yoda has a clue. I don't even think like Yaddle and Yoda. This is the issue.
1: Yaddle's the biggest mistake in Star Wars. Yeah, I would I would agree almost like it it. it it's either that or Greedo
0: shooting it, first. How do you even how do you even say that? It delegitimizes, de dejemizes, a bunch of it.
1: Dejemizes,
0: yeah. <laughs> There's too many Z's. Um, Yoda. I said the pos. It's a possible ex- uh, explanation f- of Yoda not knowing the rest of his species because of the youngling abductions by the Jedi. So if we're talking a thousand years, Yoda was around for what 800, 900 years.
1: Uh, he was about nine hundred when he died.
0: Let's—I mean, we're assuming he was picked up by the Jedi just like everybody fucking else. Where when they were a child before they
1: really knew anything. But for him, he instead was, of being one or two, he was fifty or a hundred.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you're still a child. I mean, that kid doesn't know anything right there. That child. So he was picked up at let's let's even say a hundred years old. So he had seven hundred, eight hundred years to be uh, trained uh, as a Jedi. You think after 800 years, he knows where the fuck he's from? That's what, and they were, people were talking about how even George Lucas was saying Yoda's the only last one of his kind. And that's all, which is so perfect because the writer and all the characters that he wrote
1: don't know there's another Yoda. Right. Other than Yaddle, which is the biggest mistake ever. The problem is that they can just say that and then one day they'll all change it. Uh, I'm looking at the timeline here on Wikipedia. And one thing that caught my attention is that Master and Apprentice is circa 40 BBY, which is about that exact time. And then Dooku, the novel, was right before that. So I'm just thinking, like, what could have been happening 50 years before this scene in the Mando? Where could this guy have come from? Is there any tie to the Jedi? Of course, that's where my mind goes right away.
0: Wait, so we're talking... What did we say? 40
1: BBY. 40 BBY. And of course, when dude says he's 50, it might not be exactly 50. Maybe it's 52. Maybe it's 48. So just thinking general timeline. So it's about when Obi-Wan would have been like 10 or 12 years old.
0: I don't, I mean, I I hope there's no hard tie. I think this, Soft they're, they're, they're going to be, he's going to be the link to it, the outer reaches and they're going to find out some something crazy that exists out there. There's going to be some tie between... Because maybe Yoda's Palpatine,
1: as he was looking in the Unknown Regions, and maybe that's where Yoda's from. He probably identified where Yoda was from, and he was like, I
0: can't release any of this information because there's a whole fucking cult, cent- of, cult Je- of Jedi <laughs> Masters that could destroy everything.
1: King Jedi Master cult.
0: They're just... And they're all doing stand-up. <laughs> all right, you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> but if they learn be the next Joe Rogan. Jesus Christ. I just, I I really think there's going to be a link between the Yoda species, the planet that they're from, the outer, the outer, uh, the unknown Unknown regions, the first order, like something's out there that people are coming back and they're like.
1: Yeah. And that's where I think there might be a little bit of, there's, there's probably some canon already written that we haven't read that is, that gives us a, a few more hints because I think in the Aftermath Trilogy is where a lot of that Palpatine was looking into the Unknown Regions. I think yeah. where that's where a lot of that comes from. So there might be something that we're missing, but yeah, I feel like they keep hinting to that. Because where the fuck is Snoke from? We still don't know. The First Order got its power and came back to presence from out of the Unknown Regions. I think we know that. Where does the Oda species come from? It could be the same kind of thing. Would you be... You well, not... <laughs> Where I was going
0: with it, with it was like Mass Effect, where what if they go out there and find out that there is some type of connection to other galaxies? Like, there is a way to go other places. I'm just thinking of like the Mass Effect relay. Like, you could...
1: And it doesn't have to be something like that, but... You know one thing I just noticed? Sorry to derail you, but I'm looking at... There's a background wallpaper on the Wikipedia. And it's full. On the Mandalorian, his entire armor is shiny chrome Beskar. Yeah. Spoiler Yep. Sorry. Um, so, like, yeah, like the Reapers, something along the lines
0: of there. There is something out there. The cool thing and the the bad thing about Star Wars is everything's connected, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like it. That necessarily has to happen. Like, there could be an entire fucking culture and war and species on the other side of the galaxy that no one's that we've never even thought about and never been told about. Because think of all the the earth's history. Like you and I don't know it all. We don't know all the languages and all this shit. So just like skip across the galaxy real quick. And right. There's civil wars going on and yeah. they've never heard of the empire. And we're, we're so focused on this 1%, the Jedi, the Sith, the rebels, the Imperials. We go outside of that. And there's the other 90% of everything that we don't know about or haven't seen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be connected though. Slightly. Even loosely.
0: I, well, it's, it's going to be connected because it's going to show up on screen. But I'm saying they're going to go somewhere that n- there's never been anybody on screen-wise. Yeah. Just what you said, like Palpatine found something right. that no one else knows about. And now other things are tying to this area where
1: never it's never been. That's my hope is because there is this missing link between 6 and 7 where... Um, and somebody in, the, in our group chat was asking, like, what's your most desired like Disney show for Star Wars? And I'm like, it's Luke's Jedi Order. Him re- trying to rebuild stuff. And Ben Solo being 10 years old and like super powerful and trying to figure his shit out. And Snoke comes into the picture and starts twisting his mind. That's what I want to see. So if we're six years after Return of the Jedi, Palpatine's gone, Empire is in flux. And I think that we're going to have, like, maybe he turns over this little Yoda baby, and we don't really see it for the rest of the series. But then there's a comic book about this. Like the, it could be such a loose connection, but it starts some new seed and some new series of books or comics or another show that starts to also fill in this gap between six mm-hmm. and seven. I think they have that possibility too. So I don't know. I think the, the key might be in the Mando's past. I don't think he's a Mando. No. You know, a lot of
0: times as he talked, I was like, that's, that's a clone voice. Every it time it did kind of sound like a lot it, yeah. of times, a lot of words that he he said he spoke, I was like, Oh, he's a clone. But I was like, wait, no, fuck he's not.
1: If they some find some kind of way to retcon the story of Republic Commando and Order 66 from the, that original book series, where like they form their own um not called or whatever, they form their own family and they go back to Mandalore and like try to rejoin the normal Mandalorian culture. I would fucking love that.
0: Well, you you said uh, at some point like clones were marrying Jedi. Well, shit. just one. Oh, one. Still. Yeah. Offspring. They had a Jedi baby. A little Yoda one. Little green goblins. Um, <laughs> I I wrote I hit I had a bullet point here. Mando abandons his mission to take slash protect slash keep the baby a secret. There is there is a understanding like as soon as he saw. He knew, I'm going to have to kill IG. This is not a normal bounty. This is, and I can't go through with it because maybe he's heard the story of a master Yoda who did all these great things and was a great person, but, and just knew a little green guy. And then he, as soon as he came, it like clicked. He's like, that's a fucking Yoda dude. Like I can't, there's no way I can kill or give this up to those bad guys. I have to take this. He's probably going to try to keep it a secret and, or give it, give him, give the, Child to a, the proper people. I don't even know who would be around at that point. I think Leia? Even,
1: even more subtle, he probably doesn't know that at all. But the fact that his fifty-year-old bounty is a little baby in a pod on this random planet, something's arrived. He yeah. can tell that something's wrong, and he's obviously not just going to go back and hand the little Yoda over to Werner Herzog and take his money. Well, he probably like if. I'm just going to keep the imperial,
0: him If the imperial, if the imperial broker said we are uh, your your job is to go either kill this baby or bring the baby to us he probably would have been like what no but the fact that they said it's a 50 year old
1: thing just a 50 years old yeah um the thing that let me try to find my imdb page here uh, boom, boom, boom. You. so the thing that uh, shinobi shared which i found very interesting is the insignia on this little doctor guy's uh, suit. You know, the doctor that runs out when he gets into the yeah. the meeting with Werner Herzog. Uh, what's this guy's name here? Dr. Pershing. Dr. Pershing Mandalorian. Try to look up the photo. He was very believable too.
0: I like the doctor. There's a small picture of him. He's kinda got a uh Whoa okay. I like that it does
1: that. There he is, kinda. Yeah, I wanna look at the insignia on his um on his outfit though.
0: What's the tie, Commander? Are You gonna speak about Sorry, it? Sorry, I'm not trying to <laughs>
1: Whatchamacallit.
0: It is kinda there a little bit.
1: Camino insignia. So, what? Thomas' son? Not Thomas' son. Uh, Shinobi son. Oh, I can't see. It's not even on here. It's fake news. That's what it is. You're fake news. No, I don't do it. Get the dig out of here. Oh, this isn't touchscreen. <laughs> no, a TV is not touchscreen. <laughs> this is uh, this is what he sent. Yeah. So you can see this uh, Mopar. Mm-hmm. So this dude's insignia on the side of his uh, jacket, his scientist jacket, resembles. Kamino an emblem worn by all clones. Kind of. It's hard to tell because you can only see from, like from the side. But the fact that it looks like the one on the left is like an eye with a dot on top and then the other one. Yeah. See what I mean?
0: I think it's a huge stretch, but... Um,
1: well, why would this... Why would a, a human... It's a doctor. Yeah, but it's a human. Yeah, but humans worked with the Kaminoans probably to do some of the cloning work. Like no. the Mandoans are humans mando and Mandoans. <laughs> mandalorians are humans this a different culture um but i mean it's similar enough and why would this doctor be so interested in this 50 year old yoda species and obviously not wanting him to be killed in the bounty he wants him back so he can study him or whatever so why would he mm. be so interested in that
0: i just i don't i don't know there's like, not they haven't version. sorry they haven't really it was a big the Yoda species was, was a fucking bomb dropped on our head, but there's there's no no nothing left. Like we don't there's no assumptions. We, I don't know.
1: I have no clue. Which is so great. That's why they're so good at this.
0: Also the mythosaur that's uh that uh is the mando emblem. Yeah. Is so cool. Yeah. I never knew I never made that connection. Is weird for me. Like I, I, think I've even heard like people call the the Mando emblem a mythosaur skull, but i never made that connection. I knew they they rode those fucking dragon beasts into battle, but I never thought, oh, that's the Mandalorian mythosaur skull that they rode into battle. I don't know. Right. I, there was a disconnect in my brain that yeah. popped in. Well, uh, we, don't, during we don't see it. So, um, have you ever seen a mythosaur? It's like a fucking four legged dragon T Rex without wings. Looking it up right now. I was uh wookie pd ing that yeah it looks like a just a dragon with four legs yeah but no wings this i think i just said that. it is awesome what are your uh let me see if i have any other shits here the razor quest razor crest, razor
1: crest. i loved his shit from day one yeah as soon as i saw it in the trailer back in at celebration i fucking loved it
0: uh, it's it's notated that it's pre Empire, yeah. It's so clone it's wars Clone ship. Wars ship, it's uh, which like a is cool. Refitted clone Wars ship. It's yeah. so cool because it does kind of look like some of the Clone Wars era ships. You know, that's along that style. So it's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I have really come around to that. I like the 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 fact that they came up with a new style and still linked it. Yeah, cool. That's what I want for my Star Wars. Don't fucking put a stripe on the Tie Fighter and call it a new fucking <laughs> ship. I'm sick of it. I know. Um. I do like that we even... See, this is the the building of characters and culture through just events. You don't have to say it. I don't have to read it. I know there's a lot of honor and culture and ritual in the Mandalorians by the importance of their armor, by the, the, the fact that they don't take off their helmets, the fact that they are in it almost together. You see him giving up money and ingots to supply the 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 peoples yeah like it's so cool
1: Um, yeah that's the beauty of like the imagery there's like just from the blacksmithing scene even if you didn't know who the mandalorians were you could tell that they're a very cultural traditional culture yeah for lack of a better term yeah um they care about their traditions and they don't fuck around and they want some steel I'm happy that we're already it's coming to armor.
0: a coming to a crossroads with the uh the Mandalorian as a character. It's supposed to be a badass murderer Yoda species. Let me let me leave all that also behind a little bit for of a Bruce half a second. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Let me leave that behind and let me think about this. So we
1: got the next episode coming out Friday then. Yeah, it's coming quick. And they're all coming out Friday after this.
0: What if the little Yoda species has a lightsaber?
1: He better. His cane turns into a lightsaber. He has a cane. Why did I say cane? He's a baby. <laughs>
0: They're born with it. You're gonna need this.
1: <laughs> you have a limp as soon as day one.
0: It sucks. <laughs> um. Yeah. I it, the whole episode. One. It, it's it's awesome to see the Amanda Mandalorian as a culture. This Mando is a little different, seemingly, but still part of the God, the, it's the so group, good, man. And I and the uh, the big one. It was just a good blend of. Hey, I know that character. IG88. Wait a second. It's IG11. It's IG11. He's badass and he's already died. Right. So they use it, move him out of the way. He's not a focal point. We're yeah. not going to sit here and 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 dwell on on uh, fan... Uh,
1: fan service? Fan service. Thank you. Yeah. But it's also like... I feel like... I don't think this was planned for them to say like... We need to make a show that reunites the fandom. It's just a good timing, good subject matter, and obviously very fucking well done. It just feels like what the Star Wars community needs right now. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's... You know what I mean? It's like new. every like no one's going to say like Mandalorian's aren't cool.
0: Well, it it's this is this is what the Mandalorian as a as a series is going to do. It's going to be able to be brand new without stepping on toes of old characters. It's
1: brand fucking new again.
0: Brand fucking new again. Because I do think that's a why a, a lot of people had, have issues with the sequel trilogies, because it's stepping on the toes of characters they already know.
1: It's changing or continuing on yeah, yeah. with
0: classic characters. So this one it has an opportunity that they can touch upon a lot of that, but it's still a brand new road. Yeah. We don't know where they're going with mm-hmm. it. And it can be a side mission that can change everything. Yeah. Like this could really, if it links somehow to nine. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It's cuz it's going to dude, if they're going to go in the unknown regions and this Yoda species is from that and they touch upon and there's specific information that we find out, pff, fucking yeah. sign me up. Sign me the fuck up.
1: Yeah, and I'm uh I have a strong feeling that they this is something they've been thinking about f- since 2012. Like I and I, I can't I can't speak to this with 100% certainty, but I have a feeling that they're like some overarching Plot line that spans episode six and then thirty or forty years in the future, where they like, you know, no, we didn't write the script for episode seven, eight, and nine, but we know what's what we want to happen. We want to introduce these new concepts. We want to introduce this new Yoda species and this new Jedi order that falls, and Luke's embarrassed about it and everything. I just, I just, I, th- I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I, ha- I-, I have a positive vibe that they've been. They've been cultivating this for a couple years.
0: Well, I do think they probably one year sat down and said, this is where we want to end up. And these are the, let's call it five major things that we can play with. Like Marvel. Yeah. That we can really play with, tweak, add on to. Yeah. You know, Yoda species has always been a big question mark and it's been fine, but that's something that we can build upon and go forward.
1: And it's done in a way where it's not like, we're gonna do a Yoda origin story, which is super cliche. Yeah, it's just it's it's a move, new take on it. Yeah. Move
0: forward with it. Yeah. Um, no, I I do think, and, and the fact that they they started, let's talk four years go ago.
1: Watch it nine times tonight.
0: Let's talk like four years ago, where they started. Oh, there's there's gonna be a Boba Fett movie or series, and then mm. that was nixed, and then they ended up here. I'm so happy with this. Oh yeah, because if it was just a, Bo- a Boba Fett origin story, like Solo is great for what it is but it's the le- the loss of opportunity of doing new shit like this like yeah. i'm yeah okay solo was cool whether you liked it or not whatever but i i just
1: give me this yeah i want this yeah no i understand i i think it... i love the, ga- the the stupid shit the Gonctroid. ball that
0: the that pops out okay let me get in scan this thing
1: What's with a yeah. Oh, do, 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 do. yeah and i don't want to blame fans for this necessarily but uh, there is some level of they had to kind of fluff you with some original trilogy stuff to bring back the franchise altogether before they dove into the rest of this shit. And I get that. And I'm not mad about it because I love episode seven and all that and Rogue One and everything. But, you know, I is eh, who's to blame that the fact that they wanted to focus on the already established characters for a couple years before they started doing original shit again?
0: Yeah. I'm wondering just uh, what different like how different did people want it to be? The whole Disney era. How, like, what wh- were they, were, did they want to see Luke as a Jedi Master fucking being as successful as possible and there's no bad guys there's evermore? There's
1: no good answer for that.
0: I, like, I wonder, like, there's did they no really, good answer. did they really want the use Zhang Vong? Did they, is that really what a lot of the original trilogy, I guarantee they you. They just
1: wanted Luke to run around like Iron Man. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. There's no good answer for that, but I think they've done it. I think they've done it well, personally. I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that. Um, and if The Mandalorian is any indication of like a Going step forward, forward yeah. I'm very excited for Cassian Andor, very excited for the Kenobi series, um, and very excited for, I know the KOTOR scripts in development. I know Benioff and Weiss are off of the project again, unfortunately, but that means Ryan Johnson's trilogy is probably the next thing up. So... Fuck yeah, let's get into some new content.
0: Well, the, I think the one thing that we're learning is there's no such thing as a side mission in Star Wars. It all yeah. connects. Yeah, And I, 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 ju- I know I'm stepping on my own toes saying that I don't, nothing, not all of it needs to connect. I'm just saying you don't need to do hard storylines with characters that we already fucking know. It can be a loose connection with a Yoda species. That's fucking perfect. Everything else outside of that, brand new again. Even the fucking desert planet, even a brand new desert planet was brand new. Like it was different desert planet. And
1: they didn't have to mention it. They didn't have to say anything about it. You know, I know when a lot of people. So the scene where uh, IG and the Mando were storming that base or whatever you want to call it. People saw the set photos of that and were thinking that was like Moss Eisley. Like, it didn't have to be Tatooine. It just, it just is. It's just a place where they had to go to finish this bounty.
0: I'm still waiting for them to land on a planet, be in a desert, go to the other side of the planet, be a fucking crazy forest. You're like, oh, but that's... How, how can they do that? Well, it's cult a planet, so if you want it, you can have it.
1: <laughs> Unique idea, actually. Yeah.
0: Earths do exist.
1: I heard somebody talk about uh, predictions for Nine and say that the because of the ocean... And everything that you see when Kylo and Ray are fighting on that um, piece of wreckage that's not Endor. It's a melted hoth. That is definitely something different. It's melted hoth. But if the Death Star exploded, where would it? What else was in that? Is it just a different moon of Endor? What else was in that system? It can't just be a totally Force, different planet.
0: Forest moon of Endor, desert planet, planet moon, moon, of, moon Endor, of Endor, the ocean the water. Moon of Endor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it. It's got a one of each. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't think I have any other things, at least for The Mandalorian. We touched
1: on most it's of it. fucking fantastic.
0: It really was uh, everything that I wanted. It was quirky enough. It was... I, I told Steve Dave, I said, I thought it was truly perfect for what it, what it needed to be. It was badass. It was fun. It was quirky. And it ended on an epic note. Uh, they put a lot into 40 Minutes. Like, watching it, I feel like I got so much more information than 40 minutes worth.
1: There's so much there, but it wasn't shoved down my fucking throat. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, too, because when I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's only 39 minutes. It's not like 55. That's a bummer. And then I watched it, and I felt like I was there for like two and a half hours.
0: I thought it went quick, but it's just everywhere you look. Is that Boba Fett? Is that a gong droid? Not two
1: and a half hours in a long way. I felt like I was... I feel like it didn't end, and I was like, oh, that was too fast. Like, I need more. I felt like I was totally engaged, and it was the perfect length. It's also it, it probably because it's so refreshing.
0: Like, did the prequels really need to be made? Let me, let me step back. I know we love it. But here's these characters that we already know how they end up. You want to see three movies of that? And you're like, well. Kind of. Yes, I would like a <laughs> – I, I would, but – I'm going to sit here and be like, did they absolutely need to be made? We know exactly what's going to happen. Fr- to the T, all of those fucking Jedi, they're going to die. Obi-Wan's going to become an old dusty bitch on that planet. This guy's going to no, become Darth Vader. No, 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 That's no. That's the Emperor. No, 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 as, no. Soon as, as soon as 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 soon Palpatine walked on screen, I was like, there's Emperor.
1: Stop. No, 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 no. Hey. Would we have gotten the Purge, Order 66, the Separatists, the Droid Army, all that stuff without the, the prequels? It was called The Clone Wars. They, and then what they didn't guess know what, what they that made. meant back in the day. They literally made the Clone Wars. Well, wasn't the original... Well, obviously, because that's what they talked about. But wasn't the original idea for the Clone Wars all clones of Jedi and Sith fighting each other?
0: Yeah, I think that was... Which uh, would be a
1: terrible fucking idea.
0: Oh, well, it would be atrocious.
1: <laughs> so I'm glad that they on that. And obviously, being Commander Cody, that's like one of my favorite things is all the clones our savage Mandalorian clones. That's fucking awesome.
0: I'm not saying in 0.0% that I'm saying I don't like the prequels. It's our childhood. The reason
1: I'm a fan of all of, and the reason I like Solo and all this is like, sure, you know where Han Solo ends up, but that doesn't mean that there's not a story to be told.
0: No, and it's a valid point. I'm just saying three full movies of we know exactly what's happening.
1: I think I like it. I think I like it.
0: I mean, you have to you have to like you're a Star Wars fan. I am a Star Wars fan. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, there was no there's no more depth to that conversation. I love the prequels, but yeah. uh, and like I, I said, know and I know what you're
1: saying too. I just I disagree with you. Did everything. they
0: like it, it's it's again, a loss of opportunity. What else could you have done, George? You spent
1: 25 30 years doing what? But also in 99 it would've been risky. Like your options are either do the prequels or continue after episode 6 or do nothing.
0: Did we talk about that original timeline? Uh yeah, last episode. Man, that blows my mind that they were supposed to be like done by 99 had, like, and
1: 12 episodes planned out. <laughs>
0: yeah. How many how many films have we got? Four. F- we so have 10
1: th- films. We're about to be 11.
0: About to be well, 11. Well, we've films. got four films and of uh, the first episode of a series in the Disney
1: era. The Disney era. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're already five. We're,
0: we're already what 25 years into Lucas? Twenty-five, five
1: from, movies and a TV series. It's basically about six movies. Yeah,
0: yeah, about six movies worth, which is from seventy-seven to two
1: thousand so to 20, twenty-eight years. Yeah.
0: Twenty-eight years worth of Star Wars in five years. In five years, that's what we we've gotten. Yeah. Well, it's easier to make movies now. Right? Yeah, it's more expensive, takes longer. Yeah, a lot easier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Might be more expensive, but I would argue that you can. Even if the scope is bigger, it's easier to make 10 movies in 10 years than it was 30 years ago. Not that I know anything about movies. I wouldn't. So um, I like Star Wars. I think that's the consensus. Star Wars is good. Star Wars is wise. What
0: was, uh, did you watch the end credits? The art? No, I didn't. The, uh, bring it up. Fuck, I'll
1: have to do that. Jesus.
0: Yeah, there was, uh, they, it looked like somewhat concept art. Uh, I don't know how hard tied it was into what we actually saw, but the art at the end during the credits, uh, was very,
1: very cool. I like the little intro too.
0: That was unique. I, I didn't hate it. Just the, the light flashing across the, the helmets and the, the faces. Yeah. Thought that yeah. was
1: a nice little touch.
0: You didn't see, uh, Anakin's glorious hair. They, they, there was no human faces. It was all masks and droids.
1: limited. Like how there's <laughs> no crawl either. Rated TV PG, surprising.
0: Wait, no, it's thirteen. They cut a dude
1: in half in the first scene. It just, it just said it. I'm no, not. No, you it can't. Up. You made it. You are. Oh wow, I sk- totally skipped this shit.
0: Yeah, go back. All
1: right, we're watching the end credits right now. So the first John one Cabo. we see, uh, the Mando reaching down. Is this all concept art or? It looks like well.
0: I'll pause it. I want to talk about
1: this. I don't want to. No.
0: We see the Mandalorians, and then we see more characters. He's playing
1: cards with another Mando. There's a shooter. He's shooting. He's shooting his Mando blaster. There's a shooter. <laughs> He's shooting. <laughs> He's shooting his Mando blaster.
0: Uh, fork. He's eating spaghetti. <laughs>
1: what?
0: There's a the Dinobots. The Blurgs. Yeah. I have spoken. I have spoken. I've totally spoken. There's Ig and Mando. Yeah, these are these are really cool. It it looks like all from the same artist because it all it has a common theme here. But yeah, um, yeah, similar. I would definitely if you didn't notice it before, I would go back and take a quick
1: look. at it I did. Kind of cool. So thanks for bringing it up.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Razor Crest is a badass ship, dude. I love it.
0: It's kind of unique that we never saw it in use other than just carrying. Like, it's never shooting. Like, he needs, still needs a crew almost to shoot and fly. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. why I, I, there might be a uh, an IG-11. Well, it seems like. Rebuttal. What I've kind of gathered from the trailers and stuff. Obviously, he's talking to Carl Weathers. He has IG-11. Gina Carano is not in the mix yet. Yeah. Bill Burr not in the mix yet. It seems like he's gonna gather a crew around him at some point. Do. So that's what they all do. I'm cool with that. So, um, all things considered, fuck yeah, Star Wars. Fuck yeah, um, John Favreau. Fuck yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. You want to do? You want to do
0: your ranking of the Disney era stuff? Just Disney era stuff. Yeah. Are we including this? Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: I mean, this, it's hard to even put this in here right now because it's. I would say like Mando. Tenth?
1: Well, yeah, it's just one episode, but at some point, Mando as a whole versus movies makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Should I start? I've been you going top to bottom. I've or been what? saying seven is my favorite for like four years. It's, it's like a change. It's slipped
0: a lot for yeah.
1: me. Yeah, you go first. Mando Orange number one. Fuck. Really?
0: Yeah, I thought they. They. This is. This is the Star Wars I wanted to see. And I, I, you guys know, I I like all the stuff. I I like it. I don't know. But this is something so refreshing that this is what I needed. It's badass. It's quirky. It's fun. And it's opening doors that we didn't even know were doors. Like a Yoda species. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe they did that. I still will never fathom. Like, even after this whole story's played out, I'm going to be like, I remember that fucking day they opened that little egg and it wasn't a goddamn Togepi. It was fucking Yoda.
1: <laughs> I remember the day when uh, Tarkin showed up on the Death Star. I remember the day I don't. when Darth Maul showed up. I do remember that. With Kira. Uh,
0: so if I had to do it real quick, Mando, uh, Rogue One, 7-8 Solo. That's without really thinking about this it. Is,
1: it's really hard to say because, I don't know, I feel like I can't judge. I feel like I can't rank the Mando until. Oh, no, you can't, but I did. Three months after I've seen it all. Let if it, this if this settle. is
0: if this is any indication of where they're going, this means this is
1: gonna be any indication.
0: N- the number one yeah. of all of it. I really think because I still put three really high. I still love what happens in three, even though it didn't even need to be made. It's still one of my favorite movies. Um Yeah, The Mandalorian man, this is this is so cool.
1: This is exactly ah! why do I feel bad ranking things?
0: It's playing right into what I wanted. Give me a new character and just the story of that character. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't need Luke flying around. I don't need fucking <laughs> Obi Wan in it. Keep him off the screen. I would have Give liked me Ghost
1: Obi Wan in this. Just great, w- just drinking
0: in the background.
1: <laughs> from a certain point of view. Hey man. That's not Yoda. From a certain point of view. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't even know where to place this. If I just want to copy, you, I guess.
0: You wouldn't, because I thought you liked uh, Solo better than Rogue One.
1: Well, as far as putting Mando as number one, I mean...
0: It's hype train. I'm going to admit. It's hard, too,
1: because it's it's a day old. It's living in the moment. But
0: also, after this moment's over, this is exactly what I wanted. Episode
1: nine's going to be up top, though.
0: From the design, to the characters, to the culture, to the fucking beasts, to the the bomb drop at the end,
1: this is what I wanted. I'm going to say... This is a half a movie worth. People people are going to attack my face for this. I'm going to say Mando, Solo seven rogue eight eight straw for man. my disney era yeah, it's hard to say with only five i mean with five of them they're all fucking awesome but yeah i would say hype train for sure mando differentiation with solo i still fucking it's so underrated every time i talk to star wars fans like people that i don't maybe that i just met for the first time and i'm wearing a star wars shirt and they're like oh fucking star wars yeah i love star wars I'm like yeah cool what do you think about solo Oh, i never saw it are you fucking talking about you never saw it that is a weird thing it's so good it's so fucking good and as far as branching out away from the skywalker saga into totally different territory i think solo did that first and now mando obviously is doing the same thing but in a a show format yeah Um, they kept
0: it pretty close-knit they killed like obviously it was han yeah they killed him off and then they brought him back and you're like what and now they did really push it forward in a similar fashion i see what you're saying but even the style of movie, too,
1: with, with dark, Solo. Dark, personal. Not even dark, this but is like, all, it's this like is a so, heist movie. This is so personal, though. Yeah, no, I think we're getting into some real good shit here.
0: Yeah, because I feel like Solo, it was still, let's get the group together. We're going to do something for the greater good. This is like, this dude's fucked up. He's trying to just make money for a reason. He came across something that he should have never come across. Now he has to deal with it. It's, well, almost, like, it's almost like the fucking ring. Lord of the Rings. Frodo came across it. Was not supposed to. He was never supposed to do any of this. He wasn't supposed to be strong was enough. His
1: fucking uncle came across it. He was just going to a birthday party. I know. <laughs> and then he's kind of walking to hell and dropping shit. He was his just shape. going to the a birthday cake, party.
0: Bro. How'd this all start? <laughs> fucking fireworks, fucking bro. cake and everything. Cake. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: cake. He wasn't having it. We weren't having pints. It Chained didn't to exist. Dance. I
1: was trying to bang this chick at the green dragon.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny how um, I think I have come to the conclusion that eight 8 has dropped for me. Uh, Solo it was my last, but 8 was uh, my second last in the Disney. It's so co- good, but at the same time, I, there's a lot of lot of fall-throughs there.
1: Yeah, um, and I would say also... It's hard to rank with it without 9. The fact that it's general. last doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't, no. It just happens to be 5 out of 5. Cool. All right, guys. Ooh. You got playing anything? Uh, I've been thinking about it, and I decided I'm just going to fucking wait. Hold off. Fallen Order's coming out in like six days. This was last week when I was thinking this. I'm really... I'm, I'm just waiting.
0: I'm really... I don't know what to think. I'm hyped for it, but also kind of keeping my distance. I mostly haven't
1: been thinking about it, which I think is good. If I walk I into it... fired my Xbox to download it, but I really haven't been like, oh, God, I can't wait to play it because I don't want to do the hype train and then be disappointed. See, that's
0: my... If I walk into this... And I spent that money, and it's a fucking five-hour game. I'm not seeing Solo. I'm not not watching it. I'm
1: not buying the Blu-ray version digital of Solo. (laughs) It doesn't sound like
0: that's going to happen. But It better be a fucking 40-hour game. Can I put some time into this game? It's not
1: going to be. There haven't been 40-hour games in a long time. Skyrim. Fallout 4. Skyrim's eight years old.
0: Fallout 4? By the way, it was
1: just recently Skyrim Day i hail.
0: Yeah, I've been. Uh, I did a battle mage. I'm doing heavy armor and electricity. I'm. I'm fucking things up right now. See,
1: that's I saw you post that, and I was like, I kind of want to do that, but Fallen Orders in four days. I can I'm always not... come back to it.
0: That's, <sighs> I love. I love running back into old characters. If Fallen Order sucks, I'll play Skyrim. How about that? I'm down, man. I'm about to have a fucking Skyrim day. I'll turn off all the lights. All we'll have is the the fireplace, and we'll have to live on our own beings. I'll have to cook out. I'm down. I'm ready for that. 10 degrees
1: outside. Like Dennis the Menace. Dennis. I'm ready for that. Which is also on Disney+. Po- I figured no. it was. What Was it? It probably is. <laughs> it could be. I could check, but I don't want to.
0: Good day, Galaxy Rogues Watching Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was our thoughts on Mando. Uh, we'll be back next week. For a quick one. well, we've got the, the second episode coming out. Yeah. Man, this is going to be a lot of on-screen time on Star Wars Makes it easy information. For us to talk about shit, yeah. You know what's funny? It, just to, as an ending point. Nothing's funny. An ending point. Like you said, oh, I'm a Star Wars ha- ha- solo. No, I didn't see it. What solo? Let me get this straight. That's like saying you're a Game of Thrones fan, but didn't watch, like, seasons of it. Because you didn't <laughs> I like, watch who, season seven. Uh, Uh, season three episode six didn't like it didn't watch the rest of it and you're like wait a second you let one thing ruin your entire fandom
1: some people have a very short-term perspective on life it's very true some people are trash some people are like most of the people on the roads
0: can they fucking drive most people listen it's cold outside let's go 40 below under it (laughs) let's
1: go 40 (laughs) below
0: all right goodbye (laughs) (laughs) thanks
1: guys